Hi. Welcome to the Detroit Hustle Podcast, hosted by me, Melinda B. Powers. Allow me to introduce you to some native Detroit hustlers and some Detroit Hustle doppelgangers from all over the globe. So, are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back to the Detroit Hustle Podcast with me, Melinda B. Powers. Today, we're going to be talking to Jarrell Quinn, vocalist, performer, producer, songwriter, just all of the above, actor, and my little cousin. I hope you enjoy it. We had so much fun. Bye. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Detroit Hustle Podcast with me, your host, Melinda B. Powers. And today, I have finally finally wrangled <laughs> it was okay let me just be straight so he he has you know his success in his own right singer actor entertainer but he's my little cousin and his name is Jarrell Quinn so welcome Jarrell thank you for finally joining us <laughs> first of all <laughs> wrangled wrangled yes. you wrangled me that's what yes, it I, like. yes. mm-hmm. this has been a long time coming Believe mm-hmm. it or not, I think you said a year. Has it been a year and some change? A little yeah, bit? about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it took it took complete social distancing, quarantining to get to us to bring us together. To <laughs> yes. And above <laughs> above all of that, yes, I'm baby cousin. I'm little cousin. Yes, you are little cousin, but you are doing big things, and I'm so proud of you. And that's why I wanted you to have wanted to have you on as a guest. And I've been trying and trying and trying, and finally the stars aligned and. COVID-19 and you know said, what? Okay. I got more to talk about now than we had to talk yeah, about. Said- <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Timing so is everything, I, think, you I know, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we added that's a couple more minutes added on to this because we got a couple okay. more projects that have happened since we first talked about it. So well, that's awesome. And you know, I'm always out. happy to hear that stuff. So for the audience that doesn't know you like I do, mm-hmm. tell us where you're from in the D. Give us some of your history and your background. Yes, and I have on the Detroit uh, snapback right now. It's the only type of caps, fitted hats, and snapbacks that I wear. I rep my city from yes. Detroit, the east side of Detroit, Michigan, born mm-hmm. and raised my whole life. Um, I went to uh, actually, well, I went to private school all up until high school. And mm-hmm. I think that's cruel to do to a person because you cannot get acclimated. <laughs> into public school in high school. I was like, wait a minute, the whole time? It's been different. Then I walked in high school, ninth grade, like, yo, it's a whole nother way of life out here. (laughs) So I went to private school from preschool to literally eighth grade. And that was a school called Herlong Cathedral. Then for high school, I went to the, I mean, the only high school it really is. Oh, no, you didn't go to Cass. No, no, no. Remember, remember the best, understand. the best one. I, no, no, I was no, talking about Cass. the best one. Cass, no, no, no. The, Lewis no. Cass Technical High School. No, number That's one. That's I went. No, 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 not number two, number one. So. Um, you said you went to number two. That's right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and we can keep, yo, we can all keep day. that debate going all day. All day. Yeah. I went to Renaissance High School. <laughs> We used to have a joke. I went and graduated from Renaissance because it was yeah. some people who started with us that they they went ahead and. But you know where that joke started, though, right? I'm gonna take a sip of water. It's from cat from cat. Yeah, because I'm sure we've been saying it a lot longer. <clears throat> take a water break. Yeah, there you go. Water break. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Refresh yourself, my brother. <laughs> it's a real debate. When I'm, yes. when I'm, it's a, I feel like it's a very, it's a large group of Detroiters out in Los Angeles, even outside of the entertainment industry. And whenever I meet somebody, it's always a mutual, what school did you go to? Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so if it's, and, and it's not really the others that's in the competition, it's cast yeah. and Renaissance. And so if they, like, if I come in contact with somebody who went to cast, it's always like, all right, you know, like, are we going to do the yeah. debate now? Yeah. Or just, you know? Uh-huh. I will have you note as well that you are the first Renaissance alum to appear on this podcast. It's been pretty much all cast alumni. We just had a King alumni last week. So wow. you're the first of the second. Congratulations. You, you know who you have to have? <laughs> who? You have to have uh, Angela Burchett, who just played Jackie Chisholm in the Clark Sister movie. Oh, She's from Detroit. 
Yeah. Yes. We're, we are. We are class all, at Cass. You know, she was always, and Taya was always the, yes. the, the different one because Anisha <laughs> and Angela went to Renaissance. So I'm on record saying I support uh -huh. you having her on the show. Another uh -huh. Renaissance alumna. Completely, totally proud of her, too. And she's also worked with a friend of mine. He's a big brother of mine that went to Cass. He was a few years um, before me, but he actually was on mm. season one. Chad Hughes, he's the band director at Morehouse. Um, wow. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot of, and she's staying on some of his projects before, so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We're doing the city, world. city. I'm, pr I'm proud to say all over the world, I'm from Detroit, and there's also an expectation that comes with that, especially when you mm -hmm. do music, and let's make mm -hmm. it even smaller, or, or more specific, gospel music. So much history right. has come straight from the city, and gospel, mm -hmm. and then Motown is its own thing. Mm -hmm. So no matter what mm -hmm. you do musically, when you say I'm from Detroit, when you when when you step foot on the stage, it's an expectation mm -hmm. that I welcome because it's like you yeah. always have to be you're representing you, your family, but also the city. So That's it's just true. a lot of 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 expectation that comes, but mm -hmm. also a lot of support too. We we support yeah. each other like Definitely. you know, like no other city. That is so true. So all right, so you know, besides the mistake you made going to the second best school, like what happened after that? How did you like? <clears throat> how did you correct that? <laughs> so, yo, that we family for real because when uh -huh. everybody says cats, I'm say, I say, oh man, and you made uh -huh. it through. Right, right. <laughs> you did it, and you here in LA. I'm proud of you. You've overcome obstacles. <laughs> the Lord's been good to you. <laughs> you got a testimony. <laughs> okay, we're having too much fun. You need to talk to the people now. <laughs> so what, what was your question? So after that period yeah. of your life, when you mm -hmm. finally got wise, what did you start doing <laughs> after high school? Oh. After high school, mm -hmm. uh, I've, I, I had my eye on um, really pursuing music professionally. Mm -hmm. And who, who around me became the question that's doing it on the professional level that I would like to partner with or get signed to or do a, do a project with? Who do I have access to? And at the time, it was a production company called Pajam. And we just talked about the Clark sisters. Their first cousin, Jay Moss, was one of the three members who headed up that uh, production team. Mm -hmm. And I was, a, I was a student of his vocal ability but also uh as a producer i said that's somebody i would like to work with now i'm in i'm 17 at this point you know so i'm mm -hmm. i'm about to graduate it's that period where you're figuring out college you're figuring out career what do i what do i want to do so i started trying to get, get the attention of that production company as a solo artist to pursue music and do a demo or something like that and i i i i was taking piano lessons from a guy named Bill Moss Jr., who is Jay's brother. So indirectly, I said, hey, man, you know, I'm trying to pursue music a little bit. You mind introducing me <laughs> to your brother? And, and, and to this day, you know, Bill has been very intricate in uh, uh, um, assisting me, very instrumental in assisting me to get to uh, his brother to, to be heard. Got their attention. Uh, they liked what they heard, I guess, by the grace of God. And I started you, working. Yeah. With them. So <laughs> I started. <laughs> I started working with them as a solo artist. Oh, okay. Went to, went to the studio one day to, you know, keep working on the project. And the group by the name of Twenty One Hundred Three, they were there at the studio, and you, I could tell something had just happened, but nobody was saying nothing. So I was just, you know, <laughs> the new guy. It's like, uh, everybody, all right? Let <laughs> me find out one of the group members had just quit that day. And oh. it was crunch time because the album came out in seven days. Oh. So that evening I was asked would I like to step in as like more of an interim period while they figure out what's going on, if he wants to come back or while they audition new singers. The, the period, could, it was, it, they were signed to a label at this point. So the label mm -hmm. didn't care who. But all they know is they signed three, po three people, people and yeah. three people need to show up in seven days to sell <laughs> this album. Right. So I said, you know, sure. It was like fast track. I had 
seven days literally to learn the choreography that they had learned for years to learn mm -hmm. it's a group so we're talking harmonies we're talking right. while you're on stage we're talking placement when to go here when to go left i had seven days six days honestly to learn that because now it's nighttime <laughs> of this day so i had <laughs> right. six more days and the first performance to introduce everyone to the group and the new music was megafest Mm, in Texas, wow. T.D. Jones, T.D. Jakes, I put him right. and Noel Jones together, T.D. Jakes yeah. Conference. <laughs> I said, so in six days, I'm going to be at Megafest with a new group that I've never sang with before. So it was very little sleep, as you probably know, mm. and it was just learning music, learning material, choreography, and Megafest was great. It went so great mm. that they asked me to be a permanent member of the group. So on my... Uh, couldn't even sign the contract. My parents had to, I, I was 17. Right. So um, they waited till the day after my 18th birthday. And <laughs> then I signed, I signed to, to be with, with that group. Mm -hmm. So musically, that is how I started professionally, you know, um, the professional singing career. And that got me mm -hmm. the opportunity to host 106 and Gospel on uh, mm -hmm. BET. I remember that. Um, yeah, that that and that was another organic process because I was we, we were doing something on the red carpet of some type of event, and I was always the person out front speaking. You know, when when the three no, of us surprise, the surprise. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was the one you wouldn't shut up. So I was talking and uh, little to like. Of course, we didn't have this knowledge, but they were pitching this show that's the Christian equivalent to 106 in Park, and they were looking for a mm -hmm. host. And they had um, uh, Marvin Winans Jr., Fred, uh, not Fred, uh, Kirk Franklin, um, Lil I Rock. He was a rapper uh, in okay. gospel at the time. Had all been auditioning for the show, and they said, "Hey, you can you fly to New York and do do do?" I said, "If you mm -hmm. if you would see me in this position, of course, I would love to audition for that." <laughs> Uh, uh, they had already selected the um, um, host uh, was it was uh, Angel of Trinity Five Seven, and they were looking for a male uh, co-host. Mm -hmm. And I got the position. Wow! So now I'm 20 or something like that, and now it's just my <laughs> first opportunity doing television and loving it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that got me to the first film that I did, Blessed and Cursed, Dietrich Haddon's uh, film. Mm -hmm. One of the producers of the uh, television show was producing the film. And it's, it's really just happened, you know, like who you know. A lot happens right. in audition rooms, but a lot more happens on golf courts and in restaurants mm -hmm. and relationships. Things begin. And not just who you know, but who knows you. All day. <laughs> all day I completely agree with that who knows who who's willing to say I know someone um mm -hmm. give this guy a shot yeah yeah wow so let's back it up just a little bit because I do okay. remember didn't you go on star search or audition for star search back in yeah day? Apollo it Apollo was okay I know what was going on yeah. I'm sorry yeah. I just remember you were on TV and we were like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, little baby cuz, little baby, little baby, baby, baby cuz. Leave, I can leave. It, it was, <laughs> look at, look at, look at, Ooh, I was, I was 12. Wow. I was 12 um, when I went on Apollo Kids. Right. Uh, they did a, a talent search here at uh, Northland Mall. And Ooh. my mom heard about it. And she was like, I think we should go ahead and just try out. And I was like, okay knowing what Apollo was, but not really knowing like the history of who's yeah. hosted, who's performed on there that eventually became who we know as a household name today. So mm -hmm. I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't know, even to this day, I don't like to know too much because my nerves get, oh, mm. this is, everything's on this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go, right. let the gift, let the gift do the work. Let God do the work through you. So it definitely mm -hmm. happened then because I didn't know anything. <laughs> Uh, right. I, I, I won the talent search that they did here and the grand prize was the ability to go, was the opportunity to go to Apollo. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, I won on Apollo. So mm -hmm. I was supposed to go back. Mm -hmm. And the day we were supposed to fly back was the one day out of the whole year that it was the biggest snowstorm that oh. ever happened in the city and no mm -hmm. flights were leaving. 
So Dang. I missed the opportunity to go and film on Apollo. And that day I said, God is intentional. And I, I, was, I was 12, 13 maybe by the time it was yeah. time to go back. But some, like, I just feel like God was saying to me as a kid, mm-hmm. he's intentional and you can't miss any opportunity. Right, you can't miss right. something that's for you. There's something yeah. there that he didn't want me there for, or it wasn't, right. it wasn't time, time. Yet, you know? Right. So, so it, it was a great experience. And some of those relationships that we built then we still have today, but it just wasn't supposed to happen then. And so yeah. I, you know, we, I, I think I had more peace then than about stuff that I do now as an adult. Cause you think about adult, <laughs> adulting, uh-huh. like, you know, the, the rent is due. My daughter wants mm-hmm. it, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. having to still remember that, piece that I had at 12, 13 of that you cannot miss faith. anything. Yeah. Yes. Childlike. There it is. The childlike faith. Yep. Having that mm-hmm. as an adult. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I just know you were just always so on as a kid. I never remember you being quiet. I never remember you being like not in entertainment mode. You were either singing mm-hmm. or telling a joke or doing magic mm. tricks. You are always doing something. So you, it is yeah, not lost on yeah. me at all that this is what you decided to do for a living because you've been doing this your whole life. And I, I, feel, I feel like when you pay attention to what kids do just innately, mm-hmm. it's communicating who they are to be because you don't know what to put on. Like, you know, you can't. Right you can't put on as a child you don't know enough you know you don't know about facades or or representing yourself you're just being you Mm -hmm. and i watch my daughter now she's 10 now by the way where Mm -hmm. did time go oh my god she's 10 and i just watch how (laughs) exactly exactly i'm trying to slow time up just a little bit but when i look at the things that she does purely and genuinely and sincerely that's communicating the gifts that God has put in you. And it's my job mm-hmm. to foster that. So instead yep. of telling you, sit down, be quiet. No, you operating in, in a, you know, something, you have a gift inside of you and you're, you know, you feel, it feels right to do this. You know, right. you don't might, might not be aware of callings or um, your, your purpose per se mm-hmm. yet, but you know, it feels right when I do this and right. parents, I thank God for my parents cultivating that yep. and not telling me stand up from the piano get up from mm-hmm. it no you can't have a microphone what kid asked for a mic- you know what I mean like they didn't say no the no. magic store you know right they just as random as I want to be the mm-hmm. guitar oh, oh so now you play the guitar now oh now you play the now you play the piano if you if you stop that stuff you're suppressing gifts that that ain't for you but it's for people so now mm-hmm. hearing that people are blessed by me operating in a gift that my parents cultivate, it's like, we're all a part of this right. from family to, to, to my cousins. I was thinking about earlier today in another, uh, the, in a, in a, in another interview, mm-hmm. we got, we rolled deep. Yeah, I saw, I saw, is, <laughs> I didn't comment, is, but I saw. I was like, okay. Yeah, you, you were in there. Yeah. I was yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's over 30 of first cousins. And then they had kids, and I'm the youngest of the first because I came along. Right, because we're not in the same generation. You're actually you're right. younger than me, but you're in the generation above me. Exactly, exactly. So when I think about the support that I even have from my cut, like that's monumental to me. That means keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, so we gone back. We started the journey. So at what point, so when you were doing this 2103 stuff and all of that, were you in, living in LA or were you still living in Detroit? In Detroit, in Detroit. Okay, how so long did you stay in Detroit? the time of 2103 before going to LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the, the week I graduated high school mm-hmm. up until I was 23. So from 17 okay. to 23, it was still um, in Detroit and just traveling, you know, doing dates, flying out, but base home was still Detroit. And we went to LA. My first trip to LA was the celebration of gospel that we take. And when I landed, something felt right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I said, now I've landed in a lot of other cities, 
Yeah. And I've been wanting to go back home. I like being home. Like I, if, right. <laughs> when I land in other cities, it's like, all right, let's do this and get on back and to go the home. House. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. LA felt like it felt like I was home and I wasn't mm-hmm. in a rush to go back to the airport. Got and you. after did the everything went great, you know, celebration of gospel. And then I got a chance to kind of be outside and just kind of see the landscape of the city. And I said, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And to me that yeah meant, oh, this is this is this, this is home. Is it, yeah. home right. So I talked to my parents on the phone. I said, I'm moving here. They're like, Yeah, okay, cool. What time you flight? Come back in tomorrow. <laughs> They're just like, You've never been there before. That's so right. far from where we're from or from where we live and um coming back my flight was delayed and i kind of felt like what you say you and flights yeah <laughs> yeah flight listen the, <laughs> there is a thing i did that never even dawned on me the lord talks to me a lot through flights <laughs> yeah yeah so the flight was delayed and i said Mm, you know, not being deep or anything, but I'm like, I'm yeah. not one. I'm not mad at this delay, and and let me sit in it. Let me see what what does this mean. I'm supposed to be here a little longer. So okay. I, uh, when I turned 23, I um, I ended up leaving the group, and about a year took a year to kind of figure out what was next, and I felt so out of place being in a place where I knew God had said leave from. Um, mm-hmm. not to say you, sometimes you outgrow places, but I don't feel it was out. I, I, I don't, I don't feel like it was that. I feel like it was more so there's more for you now to do mm-hmm. elsewhere. You've done what you were supposed to do here it's for this season. Yeah. And now, yeah, now there's another element. There's another level of purpose that I have for you there. And I know mm-hmm. it's all him because, yes, we have family in California, but I knew mm-hmm. no one. And growing up, you know, we would only see them ever so often being yeah. was two cities so far apart. But it took me literally having all faith. I had no, no relationships built mm-hmm. socially or, you know, in the entertainment industry for business at all. So mm-hmm. the Lord said, I want you there. And it took that year to say, all right, let's figure this out. And that's okay. what, yeah. So it's been seven years now that I've been in LA. Wow, it's been that long? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you still travel quite a bit, because uh, I know you go back and forth to the to Detroit. Yeah. Because I know yeah. that's the last time I caught you, when you that's where you were, because I was there. It was in Detroit. I know, mm-hmm. that's right. That was, uh, that was a couple of years. No, that was, ooh, no, no, no. That wasn't the last time I went. That was the time before that. So that was like 2015? Maybe about... 2015. Wow. Yeah. So I was, was there for a second. wedding. Stop making it that long. Stop making it be that <laughs> No, that's true. That's true. Because the last time <laughs> I was there was 18. So it's been two years since I've been. And the time before yeah. that was three years. Yeah. Been a long and time. And you were in LA for a time that we didn't get to yeah, connect. Yeah, we didn't connect. Though. That was, I was okay. there last year. And okay. For, like, okay. Around Labor Day. And then I was there yep. another time a few years before that. So yeah, I remember. hard to catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a quarantine. We're going to get it all accomplished. It, took, it takes quarantine to lock down. Yes. So tell us how things changed for you once you moved to LA and just touch on something. Because I mean, I, I, I kind of want to brag on you just a little bit, if I may. Mm-hmm. I love that you've been so into being funny because you're a very funny guy. Like I said, you've been a ham since you were Jay, Jay Paul. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So I love that you take, and I not only love that you like to be funny, but I like that you take things that people don't always assume should be funny or can be funny and make them mm-hmm. funny. So, mm-hmm. you know, because you're always in the realm of faith and, and Christianity, some people don't feel like you can joke about that, but you find a way to do that sometimes in some of the most unique ways. I'm like, how did he think of that? Like, where did that come from? Thank you. So mm-hmm, yeah, comment, mm-hmm. the, little, the cartoon you did was hilarious. Um, you know, your little lies when you just are speaking candidly or you do like a little mini sermon that's something really yeah. like I like those. Yeah. Those always really Thank like you. get me laughing. And then I love the playmakers and the, all the all death the death guys. 
And, you yeah. know, I did, I, I connected with um, Kev when he came here in Jacksonville. I was like, yes. you know my cousin. I'm dressed. I remember. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you told me. I remember. I had to yep. make sure I shouted that out. But, um, yeah. you know, I follow all of the stuff you've done online and social media. And so how did mm-hmm. you transition from the singing to that and then the acting as well? Wow. Um, so I feel like growing up it was always more than just singing and that's why I gravitated toward plays like the church play if I heard it was a uh, we're doing a play that was like oh that meant everything because you get to operate in so many different elements like it's the it's the acting sometime it was like you know like choreography or whatever and singing so you get to do all of it inside of one you know under one umbrella um high school i'll say really introduced me to into uh what you would call musical theater we okay. did uh you know like you know black history month pieces our core director would write pieces that we did and then we went on black college tours and we did the presentation of the concert that we would do back at in the auditorium at, at uh the school and, and by high school i'm talking about renaissance <laughs> the, the number one <clears throat> in case in case we uh forgot I just wanted to highlight that so at renaissance we would do these pieces uh, (laughs) and uh that was my introduction into oh it can be more than just the song but you can interpretate you can interpret a character through the acting and singing Mm -hmm. and I thank you for saying uh noticing that about even the stuff for for Instagram I find that if people find something humorous they'll share it you know, you can say the deepest thing you want and it could bless you and you might share it. But when you laugh about something, you want to put it in your group chat. You want to mm-hmm. tell somebody, hey, come look at this. You want to send it to them. So what I always say, it all depends on what you are first. And mm-hmm. if you are an actor first, by all means, do things that serve the actor. If you're mm-hmm. a singer first, do things that serve the singer. If you cook do things that serve the cook first. I think that God gave, I believe he gave me these gifts to minister him. So I believe first I'm a minister mm-hmm. of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the okay. real one, not the, not the, <laughs> not the one, the churchy one or the, mm-hmm. the religious one, the real one, the relationship. Mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. loves you. He mm-hmm. came and died for you and as you, and he rose and he's alive now. And we now are redeemed back to God and we're loved. The mm-hmm. real gospel. Mm-hmm. So all the branches and all the gifts serve who I am first. The singing mm-hmm. serves the minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ first. The acting serves the minister of, gospel, of the gospel of Jesus Christ first. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about comedy, it has to be even wrapped in a package that's relatable and that's something that people want to look at if you come and preach at people that sounds so condemning i don't even enjoy that yeah i no, want I agree. to pre- present it to me in a package where it's real it's relatable and then there's an element of when when you don't make church boring you get people's <laughs> attention you know right. even when you preach like i I'm, I'm a student i'm a student of it so when i when i listen to preachers comedy is used you, from John Gray to Joel Osteen because mm-hmm. it gets it gets my attention you know I'm, I'm able to get information more even it's like when you homeschool kids when mm-hmm. you mix up yes yes do your math while walking around the table it's like it's engaging more opposed to a, con, a, a construct a confinement you know yeah so I, I appreciate you for saying that because that's how the page has been growing you know people find it funny and when you listen long enough, it's a message inside of it. Right, right, right. In a package to where it's like, yes, I'll, I'll eat this. I'll, I'll, I'll eat this message. Mm-hmm. So when you say how has life changed in LA, my eyes have been open to a broader spectrum of what ministry can be and okay. what real ministry should be. Um, I believe that if you stay within a building, you'll reach the people in that building. Mm -hmm. And some people are called to it. 
no shade. Some people are called to minister inside the four walls of their church. Then mm -hmm. other people are called to go get the people who has either been hurt by church or people mm -hmm. who have just not going to come, you know, right, you got to right. go get them. So wouldn't a strategic, wouldn't God being strategic and intentional give you these gifts that send you acting puts me in rooms that calling myself a gospel artist wouldn't right. or didn't you know right um, um musical theater puts me in front of people who otherwise wouldn't come to the church so it's gotten me out of a, a closed mind mindedness mm -hmm. of ministry looks like this, um, yeah, and only this. It looks like this and only this. No, ministry does look like that, but it, it also looks like this. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, also, you know, what changed is realizing that rent is not the same in Michigan <laughs> that it is in no, California. No, it's not. <laughs> rent is, there's a large gap. There is a, <laughs> I mean, the interval is disrespectful, you know, so just to, to look at, my coins leave life changed uh -huh. in that way as well uh -huh. but uh, just just adjusting to a whole new it's way different from detroit you know it's a big mm -hmm. city you know our our largest freeway here has three lanes it's seven in la yeah. you know yeah so just and it's always congested that, and it's always traffic you know yeah. it's never that not I rush hour. i can't do but, it. yeah <laughs> i don't but I, I really i i enjoy i enjoy it you know um, being able to be exposed to um, the, the like you say, as a kid, just around here, quote, movies or doing things, being mm -hmm. in a place where that is, I'm being cultivated even, even today, you know, in the gift. Uh, not, I won't say where it's accepted because it's accepted here and it was accepted yeah. in the house, but the the entertainment industry is surrounding it's it's down the street and it's the, the possibilities you know uh, yeah. are endless as far as what you can um what you can grow in so i, I just okay. i like it all right well so you were telling me before we got on that luckily we let this whole year pass because so much more has happened so fill me in just on the last year in a little capsule the last year I have mm -hmm. began doing music production for TV. Uh, Stuck oh, okay. with you, the first series. Uh, Writer director Patricia Cuffey Jones. She has a series on UMC called Stuck mm -hmm. with You, and uh, the season is about I want to say ten episodes, and three of those episodes I'm doing music production on that, which is a nice. field that I happened into that I absolutely love. Having the opportunity to uh, really set the tone for mm -hmm. what the scene, the emotions that the scene is to evoke through music, that's a right. gift. Um, I, in the last year, did my first sitcom role on uh, Bounce TV's Family Time. Okay. Uh, that show. And I now am a songwriter. I have a gold, a song that went gold. Uh, yeah. Why I Love You, I Major. I, yes, is, see, I was yeah. gonna forget about that part. Like once you got off of the, the group, I kind of forget about the music sometimes, but yes, I did, yeah. and I shared that. I shared that on social media. Like, oh, uh, thank did. you. Yeah, to get to see a, your gold, a gold plaque. Did y'all send this to the right address? This is mine. This is my, it has my <laughs> name on it. That is an experience. Like to look at a gold plaque with your name on it. So very proud yeah. of that song. Yeah, Why that's something you. to be proud yeah. of. Definitely. Thank you. Thank so what are you working you. on right now? Right now, interestingly enough, music, music, okay. definitely working on music. And during these quarantine chronicles, I've just been <laughs> writing, you know, having the opportunity to write. I've literally had my guitar every single day. And awesome. I normally write, like, Why I Love You, that came from Keys. Mm -hmm. I've been writing on guitar, which is, it, I feel like it brings about a whole nother different vibe because, like, the acoustic guitar just brings out a, I feel like, man, India Ari is close. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, you know, this vibe. That's what I this thought vibe, of. A, yeah, this acoustic guitar vibe, the Lauren Hill that, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, working on working on a solo project as we speak. Ah, it's about time. Release. Yeah, I think so. 
it took mm -hmm. so long to actually feel like, okay, you know, the group over, Mm -hmm. What do we want to do in acting what do we to, to compartmentalize and say, no, now it's time to, you have something to say sure, know, sure. as a solo artist. Do so you have like is, a, any kind of time frame for this project? I did. I did before they told us the outside was closed. So <laughs> now that, uh, <laughs> now that everything has changed, um, we, we just go, I'm going to let it flow. We're in that okay. period of just like letting happen. Let not, not, stop work don't stop working mm -hmm. do your part but as right. far as timing that part is not up to fluid us, you know? it's fluid yeah go ahead and yeah it's that it's going to happen but be right. open to whenever you know god says okay now the time is to do that okay so now i got to backtrack now we got to get to the more detroit centric part because that's where the title comes from yeah. um and then in in the wake of COVID-19 and the bad press mm -hmm. that Detroit has been getting, this is hopefully mm -hmm. going to be a ray of light. And that was the point of me creating this podcast to give Detroit a, something good that to be said about it on a regular basis, because we all have heard all the negative, but we, we know better because we've seen it from the inside out. Usually the, the worst naysayers have never even been. Yeah, so um, right. I want you to tell the people in just a, a couple of, of ideas or or maybe a paragraph or so mm -hmm. what makes the d so special in your experience like how it contributed to who you are like what does it mean to you to be from detroit i wouldn't want to be from another city mm -hmm. and i say that i say that because what makes the city special is mm -hmm. the people 100 percent all day it's the people that i didn't know were the people until i went elsewhere you don't know mm. something yes. that not you, you you can't say you know how special what you have is until you experience different mm -hmm. so it didn't start till i started traveling and you know even from like it's, it's ingrained in you when you're from a place to operate that way if you yeah. stay inside your house when the way you operate with the people inside your house is how it translates outside then you mm -hmm. see outside doesn't operate how you operate in your house okay cool so you adjust <laughs> now mm -hmm. let's open it up a little bit you interact with the people around your city uh, a certain way then you go to another city and you interact with those people that way and it doesn't quite <laughs> doesn't quite your, connect <laughs> your response was supposed to be this and your response right. was that that wasn't right you know right and then you say, oh it's the people from where i'm from mm -hmm. so just a little bit more information about that the people from detroit is it's there's no facades like there's no uh there's no i don't like you but i act like i will and there's <laughs> no it's if i don't like you i don't rock with you you know it, right. it, it ain't no problem with it but i just don't you know, we, we don't yeah. get along. We're not right. going to go further in this journey right. together. And then if, if people do rock with you, you get the love, you get the support. Mm -hmm. I get so much support. I have the, you know, the analytics on, uh, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can see your top rating cities. And right. one of the top cities is Detroit, my Detroit. city. You know, yeah. it's just, we mm -hmm. support, we support each other. And it means everything to me to have that, you know, support. I love going places saying I'm, I'm from Detroit. It mm -hmm. just has a, a, a out, outside of industry, you know, of course it has the, yes, the gospel music industry, Motown, all of that. It has that, mm -hmm. but just the camaraderie of the people, the support of the people having each other's backs. And especially during these times, like what people are doing in order to help others and uh just the the spirit of people from the city is just legit the best and i wouldn't have it any other <laughs> kind of way you know and now that's the awesome. downtown is being built up every time i come back to detroit i go downtown to see what yeah. new has been built you know what new restaurant what new sites it's so amazing isn't Heart, it yeah yeah Hart plaza and what used to be cobo hall you know right. <laughs> Town and all of that uh -huh. stuff you know yeah yep. Awesome. Well, that was another, we kind of had a different take on that same type of response last week. Um, mm -hmm. As far as uh, Mara Hall, she brought up that good hearted people come from Detroit mm -hmm. and she learned 
when she left that not everyone was like that. And I tend yeah. to agree with her. I tend to agree yeah. with her both on that, on that. So thank you for contributing that little layer. So we got a lot of layers going yeah, on yeah. that and it's getting richer and richer every short, time. I'll give, I'll give you a short anecdote really quickly. Okay. Uh, um, just to see how you think everybody operates like your people. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of people from here came from the South and yeah. raised their children here with the Southern mentality of being hospitable, being kind, speaking, like literally speaking to somebody. Right. Has been, yeah. You know, like that, that doesn't happen everywhere. It happens in the city of Detroit, even if you just do you know, whatever. Yeah, that means everything. Uh, What's up, man? How you doing? You all right? Your sister all right? Your cousin all right? <laughs> that it's all, it's all taken care of in the quick head nod. Mm-hmm. Went to L.A., uh, so it, it it was the the way I grew up, you know, when pe- when you come in the house, you speak to everybody in the house. If you have someone over for dinner, um, you, you, you treat your guests, treat your guests right. Mm-hmm. I was invited over one time to a house, Los Angeles, Los mm-hmm. Angeles house. <laughs> and dinner was offered. And literally the family that offered dinner to come over for dinner was sitting down and you know the table is made for their house so there was not another seat i stood up and ate i stood up and ate and i said this would never even be allowed my mom would tell me to stand up before a guest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i just said this is just a result of where you're from mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and the teaching that has been instilled that would never happen you know that yeah. would never happen in, in my house so no. it's just just become things like that make you really appreciate yeah you know, where you're from yeah. i agree thank you for that that's very interesting yeah wow. it's interesting to me too yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i stood for that <laughs> I was like, uh, y'all don't know that this is awkward. I ain't gonna say nothing, but uh, woo, sure would be okay. nice to <laughs> All right, so let's get to right the core of the broadcast. This is our, my game. I like to call the Fab Five. A play Fab Five. Of them. Yes, and so I'm gonna ask you about five of five of your favorite Detroit things, and this is kind of almost rapid fire. So you know, we get through this quickly. But if you got a little story, you could throw it in. So number gotcha. one, your favorite Detroit place or landmark? Heart Plaza. Okay. Okay, that was quick. Oh, Riverwalk, love it. <laughs> oh, okay. I love it. I want to go right now. You just made me this outside. I'm Hands fine. Down, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Number two, now this one's made to be a little tough. Your favorite Detroit restaurant or dish, past or current? Restaurant. Okay, let's go to a place. Let's go downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere downtown. Let's go. <laughs> Fish bones. Okay, okay. Fish I'm going to give it to fish bones. Uh, but see, I'm fat, so I like so many different, so many other places. <laughs> you can, I got to get some have... honorable mentions. <laughs> honorable ahead, mentions. Yeah, sure. Pizza Populous. I have yep, to go that's... to Pizza Pop every time I'm in Detroit. Pizza mm-hmm. Populous. There is a little gem that God put on this earth called Nicola's. I have to go to Nicola. Yeah. Oh, I, you got Where to is that at? It's in Southfield. Oh, what kind yeah, of cuisine? It's in Southfield. It's it's American, mm-hmm. um, but but I'm talking like ribs and oh. um, yeah, all of that kind of chicken. Goodness, and, you know the fish, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then there's then there's like uptown barbecue and like oh, it's so it's oh man, right? The food, right. yeah, it's so many, so many places. It is. It is. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Sweetwater oh, for wings. Sweetwater. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that kind of, yeah, that's me all day. Yeah, it's Sweetwater. Not Sweetwater. Southern Fires. Is that close? Yes, but they changed the name. 
So oh. it's not closed. It's now okay. um, Sunfire Urban Soul. It's now called oh, Urban okay. Soul. Okay. Yes. That was pretty yeah. good, soul food. And I'm not Loves, big on going yeah. out for soul food, but that was good. Okay. I love, yeah. All right. All right. We could talk about food all day, but we won't. Yes. <laughs> um, move on to number three. Your favorite downtown event, and I mean just only downtown, so a festival, fireworks, all the show, parade, any of that mm. kind of thing. I would have to say I really like the Arts, Beats, and Eats. Okay. Um, I don't know if they still call it that. Mm-hmm. I think like the Jazz Fest or something like that. Now mm-hmm. they changed the name. <laughs> but I like it because it's a lot of different things accomplished in one. Oh, so right. it's the it's the vendors with the shea butter. <laughs> you get your you get <laughs> the your oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oil mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, and it's also food. But mm-hmm. the, my favorite part is the entertainment. There's always a concert series of, of some course. sort. So uh, I remember I went for um, Frankie Beverly came mm-hmm. one year. Uh, so you know Kim Chemistry. He's from Detroit, yeah. so he is oftentimes doing a set there that's the other thing about detroit if we have something like some people from the city is always gonna come back and you know show love so arts meets and eats i love it it's just the just that's just as detroit as you can be you can't get more detroit than a festival (laughs) shea butter food and music (laughs) (laughs) so clearly all right we got two more okay number four now, I don't know if this is a giveaway from your headgear, but your favorite Detroit sports team? I just got to be real. They make us work. They make us work. We we try to support. I already they, know. <laughs> uh, we try. We really try. It's rough. It's so rough. I want to be a, I want to be a Pistons fan. I want to, but it's hard. It's rough. <laughs> I've made it. I've made it. It wasn't always. It wasn't oh. always. But I was so. I was young. You I was like a kid. I didn't have an opportunity. Wait a minute. You were. Were you a boy? Bad boys. No, it was like. The bad, yeah. Eighty nine. What was that? Yeah. yeah. I was born in eighty eight. So yeah. I didn't know really what was what. That. Right. No. So <laughs> by the time I was aware, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were working on eyes. Yeah, you know, we were working on that kind of basketball. Nah. Right, right, right. So, so you had the one you had that one championship in your lifetime that you remember. Yes, yes. I remember no that. Okay, uh shoot okay. and you know, yes yeah. sir, Hamilton and you right, know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so it's the pistons so, then. Okay. It's the pistons. <laughs> So I'm not even gonna say the Lions the way you started. I'm Loose like, oh lord. <laughs> no, no, that, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go basketball. I'm still gonna go. Okay. Basketball. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. And so, but last night, and it makes me so sad that we're gonna be done after this. This is it. Okay. I'm gonna stretch. I'm gonna stretch this one out. This so stretch is too far. <laughs> so crazy. So this is more of a freestyle. Okay. Number five, your favorite Detroit memory. And what I mean by that is a memory that's so Detroit to you, you can't classify it as anything else. Got it. Go. It was a night in July. And I'm a fireworks guy. I like to either light them Mm -hmm. uh, or go to the you know go to the The parade where they do it yeah yeah yeah. and downtown detroit like really a lot of attention money and focus and heart goes into the parade show so it was july 4th and somebody called for me to come sing Mm. at at a church Mm. i was like and i was i had to be probably eight so i was looking Mm. at my parents y'all gonna say no right like it's july 4th (laughs) Why are they even? Why are they even doing something? Like you know, and they eventually moved the show. But I think this it was on July fourth. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I said, "Y'all gonna say no? Like we don't? It's just, we going to the fireworks show?" And they said yes. I said, "I gotta go sing." 
I don't want to go sing. I want to go watch the fireworks show. So what we did was they assured me that after I sung, they were going to take me to the show. Mm-hmm. So we did the we did we did business first. Now mm-hmm. it was pleasure later. It was time to have it was time to have fun. And so um, thank you. <laughs> it was time to have uh, to have you know the fireworks show. Mm-hmm. This is the Detroit thing about it. It was so packed getting to the fireworks show. Once we made it downtown, it was like, oh man, we're not going to be able to get on the lawn. We're not going to get on the grass or anything like that. So everybody stopped once the show started, stopped on the freeway. And I'll never forget where we were. We were right in the beginning of, uh, in the front of Cobo Hall. Mm. And everybody stopped and we all, they let me get out the car and we watched the <laughs> fireworks show. From, from the freeway. The car, yeah, from the freeway, just on the car watching the fireworks show. And it felt like all your family was there. Like we didn't know, <laughs> we didn't know him, him, her, 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 him, and her. But it felt like, yo, we're all in this together. We are mm-hmm. all watching this thing. This is a heart, this is the heart of a Detroit thing. So I say it's the one of the greatest Detroit memories because it was comprised of everything Detroit. The church community in Detroit is second to mm-hmm. none. It's like right. church, Detroit, you go to church. Everybody's cousin is a pastor preaching something. <laughs> so we satisfied, we, we satisfied like the the uh, what you have to do. And mm-hmm. you do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do. And so right. as a kid, it's like, don't necessarily put that off. Do, do what you have to do. And then after that, there's always time. For, and had, it wouldn't even have been that like family camaraderie oriented had we mm-hmm. probably went there only. But right. uh, yeah, we got, we, we got church in and then we got to be downtown Detroit just amongst everybody else who's just here for the love of it. You know, just come out yeah. and watch the Friday show as a family, the Detroit family. That's a cool little story. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you like, y'all don't say no, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> That's a clear no. Right? <laughs> like, we don't have to ask about this one. This is a mm-hmm. no, right? It was a yes. You know, right. <laughs> it was a yes and. Yes, then. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, thank you so I am so happy we finally got this done. Me I'm too. I'm so glad Trust to see me. you doing well and just just being happy and in your element, you. doing your thing. I'm so proud of you, as I've already Thank said, you. but I will stop saying. I love you so Thank much. You. Love you, you too. Blessing our broadcast. Thank you. Uh, you've yes. added to it. Thank you for the value added. Um, and I just can't wait to see you again, whether it's on screen or in person. I get to hug your neck. But yeah. I'm always looking out, and I just love, I love what you're doing. Just keep it up. We're so proud. Thank you. And because you're cousin, I have to say mm-hmm. thank you for doing this platform. Thank you provi- for providing the space to be able mm-hmm. to shed light in a good way, to show people the good about our city and what we're doing, what people are doing in career, who are from here. This is the foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, the foundation was built here. And we yeah. take that and we go out. So thank you for highlighting that. Not a problem. It's my pleasure. It is yeah. simply a pleasure. All right. Well, everybody, yeah. thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week on the Detroit Hustle Podcast. Bye. Peace.